Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's podcasts of author readings and library events, a series of readings, performances, lectures, and discussions. Library podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation. To learn more about our programs and podcasts, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the Library Foundation support the Seattle Public Library, go to foundation.spl.org. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Rainier Beach Brent Grand Reopening. We are absolutely thrilled and excited that you chose this time to come out and join us on this momentous occasion. We are just as excited as you are and probably just as patient, or should I say impatient. As I speak, we're waiting for the mayor. The mayor is on tap to arrive any hour now. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Any, Any minute now. And just as soon as he arrives, we will begin our program, but we just want to take a moment to welcome you to the Rainier Beach Library. So I will turn the mic over to our city librarian, Mr. Marcellus Turner, better known as MT. Good afternoon. It is such a pleasure to be here with you this evening. Uh, I did not realize we could get this many people in the library, so it's amazing. Congratulations, this is your Rainier Beach Library. I'd like to give uh, special recognition to Wei Tsai. Wei, raise your hand. Wei is the regional manager at this location, and her wonderful staff who are interspersed throughout the library, you know them, you work with them every day, so they have been absolutely wonderful in transitioning this library and providing service to the Rainier Beach community. I'd also like to acknowledge Dennis Redinger. Dennis, raise your hand. Dennis is the one who led this major renovation for us. So all of the great colors, the work, and everything was Dennis and his team doing that for us. We're also honored to have members of our boards here with us. I saw Teresa Fujiwara, who is our board president. Oh, there she is raising her hand. And we're scheduled to have two more board representatives here, Trey Maxey and... Marie McCaffrey. I don't know that I've seen them yet. We also have representatives from our friends group who are our advocacy arm for the library. We have Lori and Ann, and they were giving out bags, and I presume they're all gone. So if you were able to get one of the green uh, Friends of the Library's 75th anniversary bags, congratulations. We also have representatives from our foundation board. We have... Sharon and Grace. I am so sorry, Grace. Uh, Sharon and Grace, and we also have Sharon from the foundation with us. As well, we have some of our administrative staff here, Tom Fay, uh, who's our director of library programs and services. All of us are here to help celebrate this new library. All of us do a tremendous job of providing library services in this community, but the Rainier Beach Library staff is absolutely amazing in it. This renovation of this library was an outgrowth of one of my priorities, reimagining spaces, and I think we did a very good job with this. Up until this renovation, the last time we did any work in this library was in 2004. 
It's important that our library buildings provide the type of spaces that allow you to further your learning and goals and passions. The new furniture is soft seating. It has outlets for you to plug in your laptops, your computers, your cell phones, your chargers. All of that can be done right at your workstations. Also, if you do not have your own personal computer or can't get on one of the computers here, we also loan out iPads and laptops to be used in the library. You just need to ask the people at the circulation desk. We've made it easier to find assistance from staff with one desk, and we've also added a new meeting room space. So anytime that you need to have meeting room space, a digital media lab over in this corner, we have those services available to you. You may also notice that the space is more open, which allows you to congregate and meet with your colleagues and friends. All of these improvements are a direct reflection of how we want to serve you better. And with that, I'm now delighted to introduce to you Mayor Ed Murray, who's also excited to talk about the improvements here and how they match his goals and priorities. Well, thank you. Is this exciting? Yes, well, thank you. It is so good to be back in Rainier Beach, and I know that this has been a long time in coming. So I want to thank everybody here at the Rainier Beach Library. I want to thank everybody in the community who worked very hard and was very patient as we reinvented and renovated this library. You know, now not only do you have great furniture, there's new Wi-Fi, there's mobile Wi-Fi, there's reading groups where kids can hear stories in English, Spanish, and Somali, uh, just to name a few of the languages. There is new books, of course, along with that new technology. I want to thank uh, our librarian, Marcellus Turner, and his staff for the great job they did. I also want to thank the staff here at this library who donated their time to restoring the Fisher Pathway um, that makes this library connected to the school. So special thanks to... Uh, to the staff here who volunteered to do that. Let's give them a hand. So your community has this incredible history of commitment to a public library. In the 1920s, you raised money to create the library. Uh, regrettably, during the Great Depression, it closed down, and you waited 34 years for it to reopen. And now it's not only reopened, but it's renovated. So again, I want to thank everybody for their involvement in making that happen. Also, I made a commitment, and I think I'm going to keep it this spring, is I'm going to come back and I'm going to play Monopoly uh, with the youth group, and we're going to go as late as the library will let us stay. So with that, congratulations, and enjoy the technology, the, fur the furniture, and the books. Now it is my honor to introduce representatives from the African American Writers Alliance, Minnie Collins, Nation Sun Holmes, Monique Franklin, and Jacqueline Ware. Welcome. Good afternoon. I am representing the founder, Dr. Georgia McDade, who is traveling in Malawi. Today, I'm stepping in to just give you a quick overview. The African American Alliance started in Seattle, and it has been in existence for over 26 years. How many of you have heard of us? Okay. Well, we do meet 
the first Saturday of each month at the Columbia Library, and we read and welcome all writers, all ages, on the second Sunday of each month, also at the Columbia Library from 2 to 4. You may sign up for what is called open mic or come with your lyrics, your rap, your drama, your stories, whatever you wish that is a part of your creative reimagination. Today we have a few persons from the African American Writers Alliance. We have a membership of over 15 to 20 regular members. Today, because of time limitations, we have representing... I'm Alani Sandino. I uh, used to live in Seattle, and now I live over in Lacey, but I love the group so much, and I miss Seattle so much, I come back. And I'm Jacqueline Ware, and I have lived in Columbia City for a significant period of time, so I'm noticing lots of quick and robust changes. And I am Minnie Anderson Collins from Arlington, Virginia, and I have lived in Seattle now for over 35 years. So, again, thank you for coming today, and... We're going to begin with Annalise. So good afternoon, everyone. My name again is Alanise. I wrote a poem for Rainier Beach, and when I thought about my connections to this area, I actually focused on um, Rainier Avenue and the idea of driving toward the mountain. It's called Beginning Mountain. The mountain beckons me south to its ancient soul, a reminder of the first people who nurtured their lives from this very land. They bathed and rejoiced in cool, dark lake waters. Some first people called the mountain the place where water begins. But as the native sun set upon the lake's glistening shores, settlers crept in, and the mountain likely beckoned them too. They dug and smoothed a route headed towards its precipice. Did the land ache as man reshaped and repurposed, dried up wetlands and scarred dirt paths with railroad tracks? The mountain beckons through hazes of pink, orange, and pale yellow sunrises. The mountain beckons on clear days. Its white, rigid slopes smooth over the top, belying its former and possible future eruptions. Our mountain beckoned newcomers down Rainier Avenue. Model T's faded, and into our streets bounced cars, sparkling of gold and electric blues, music pounding through dark, pulsating windows. Travel south down Rainier, and see more people with browner hues. This hood is not quiet when injustice cowers. Protest and loud voices rise from these streets. Hope ascends from these streets. Future basketball stars follow the rhythmic patter of Nate Robinson's dribbles 
and climb from these streets. Power emerges from these streets. Righteousness swells from these streets. And the mountain beckons it all. The mountain reminds us of its ancient soul, the unsullied beauty inherited from God. Use your most pure self to connect to the mountain, to become that hopeful, that powerful, that righteous. Allow the mountain to beckon the beauty within. I was going to read one more poem, and this is a poem called When I Dance. My hips sway when I dance. They swing left, hooking, pausing, and then swing right. Like a pendulum, like a wave, like the ocean that carried me long ago. My feet flatten and rise. When I dance, they flex and point as though trying to free themselves, trying to loose a shackle that held me long ago. My arms float when I dance. They glide like a bird taking flight, rolling at the shoulder, bending at the elbow, and lifting at the wrist while I surrender to the music as I once surrendered to my master long ago. My back humps when I dance. It slumps over and curves in. It pulls back and twists, like a sheet drying in the wind, as the harsh breeze rips it, whipping it, as I was once whipped long ago. But sometimes when I dance, My head is held high. I jump side to side with my back straight, my arms outstretched, and my hands cupping the air above. Because to remember long ago is not to remain there forever. Thank you. thought long and hard about what I was going to write, and they had themes. And so I chose the theme 98118. And I thought about what I really wanted to say, what I truly wanted to say in the form of a spoken word. This is prelude to a poem, prelude to a poem. Silent, tongue-tied, the moment when he needed to speak is a man who harbors regrets when he is old, feeble, and weak. 98118 closed door comments. 98118 closed door comments. This old man, he played eight. He played knickknack on my gate with a knickknack. Patty whack, give a dog a bone. This old man has lost his home. Honey lamb. That's what he affectionately called me. Change was bound to happen. Grandpa said, dipping more snuff. As soon as they started building all that fancy stuff, 
98118 stands at the rabbit-proof fence, weary eyes, jaws, taunt and tense. A wide variety of cultures stare helplessly within, striving to keep 98118 as familiar as kin. Knowing the invasion will demand change, force their will down vulnerable throats, an army trampling defenseless communities, doing whatever floats their boat. 98118 was once the bane of Seattle, labeled a neighborhood crawling with criminals, undereducated, and um, sketchy folk. Following skyrocketing home prices, ruining their own zip codes, making a ruckus and a fuss. Now lusting and selfishly coveting our stuff. Desiring what another person has, now 98118 is popular and a hit place to be. New bars and restaurants, near light rail, property prices once, once, once easy to reach. Now that they have arrived in droves, land has become expensive. Land has become expensive even in Rainier Beach. Demanding the city council and the mayor do something about the problems in the South, making ugly accusations, asserting their financial muscle and political clout. Now that they are here, changing the landscape and roaming about. 98118 isn't for everyone, thank you very much. They were doing just fine. Until the building and construction industry flaunting their money and might. The ground breaking, the ground breaking from the weight of back holes and tractors, ignoring, ignoring, ignoring legitimate complaints and concerns from longtime residents. They are no longer significant, no longer a factor. Streets backing up with way too many cars. Due to overbuilding, an ill-planned road diet, bicyclists pedaling, pedaling recklessly on the roads. Occupation is swift and robust. The purpose and intent, deceptively nebulous. Get, get, get over it. Get on board. Or you can leave. Sure, we moved to the east side, further north to get away from you, but now we're coming back, now we're coming back, and there is nothing, there is absolutely nothing nothing that you can say, and there is nothing that you can do. Arrogance and grease silently slithering into the neighborhood, bringing judgments, criticism, and blame, making inflammatory, self-centered, and selfish claims. As the gate begins to shake and break. Unable to hold back the damage all of these changes are bound to make. A library book. A library book crumbles with wear and tear historical homes and buildings fall to defeat. The rhythm of a community developing an irregular heartbeat. Cassava, collard greens, pig feet, and ham hocks may not be available in the store. Saffron, nutmeg, ginger, and clover, the soul of a community's core. 
pages of time, edges, beaten and torn. Columbia, Hillman, and Rainier Beach, yellow, fading, worn. Postlude to a poem. Postlude to a poem. Silent, dumbfounded, duped and cheated, avoiding controversy, avoiding controversy, now feeling defeated. Thank you. Hello again. Just for two-second advertisement, the African American Writers Alliance will be reading at Elliott Bay Bookstore. Uh, the last Saturday of this month. So please go online, or perhaps you will find it in their publication that we are an invited group every year. And this will be our 27th year of reading at Elliott Bay, among other venues throughout the city. So we thank you for attending. Because there are two, maybe, age ranges in the audience, the very young here, not to say that you are not young, those who are behind me, but the children. So I'm thinking about a poem that I have written that might have some connection to the children, and then a second poem that I wrote on the occasion of the reimagination of this library. The first poem, Sugar Cone. Have you ever had a sugar cone on the pier? Nobody except me? That can't be. Or maybe you had it at home, your personal sugar cone. Strawberry, blueberry, and lemon fill my sugar cone. Tinkles and sprinkles of neon footprints tap samba, samba, samba on hardwood floors. Cotton puff, caramel fingers turn raspberries into finger puppets staged on Dora, the explorer of fine china. She's an interior house decorator, winning an award for pillow towers, upside-down kitchen chair tunnels, sheet-covered table tents, drum boxes, and symphonic tin pots and pans, carpets swept with the fireplace broom. My hallways always hosted track meets and gymnasts, And the winner is, is it sugar cone? You're right. I could not win. Gulping and slurping and savoring the last melt of my sugar cone. Sugar now dried on each memory tip. So sweet. Luscious and tempting to keep frozen in my time, not the icebox time. Like any other delectable treat, it melts, but it satisfies until the craving returns when my triple scoop sugar cone 
comes to visit next time. Okay. And this one is written uh, on the reopening of the Rainier Beach Library. What's going on? Does anybody know what's going on? Marvin Gaye. Any Marvin Gaye fans here? Memories of Marvin Gaye? Okay. Humming a little bit. What's going on? Come on. I want to hear it. What's going on? Nobody remembers? Okay. Well, I need to hear one line of what's going on. All right. What's going on? Okay, I can't carry the tune. <laughs> What's going on? It's called reimagining. It's called reopening. But where did all of that reopening start? From a storefront rental at $20 a month initiated by women to a drugstore book drop where the druggist received five cents for every book that was returned. It really hit the jackpot at a bank where there were no deposits, just waiting for anybody, any customers. From donated books to million-dollar funded community libraries for the able and differently able communities and religions. What's going on here? Is it harnessing Chief Seattle's or Seattle's culture and history, both indigenous and continuous? Perhaps it's refueling us to explore Planet Nine recently pursued on imaginary orbits. When I walk in here, I see these imaginary orbits of geometrics, concentric, and vertical, unfurling purples and blues and lime green and grays. But nothing stops the pursuit of knowledge, whether it's on planet nine or whether, it at, whether it's at Rainier Beach. The sculpture, Ray Jensen, right outside, that's called Pursuit of Knowledge, reminds me that we have to pursue the well-known, the seldom-known, and never-known. I have to pursue the unsung and the overly sung. I have to reconstruct the elders' oral history, the folk ways and their ways of knowing and learning. I have to stretch and hurdle in dark holes to deconstruct delusions, deceptions, and misconceptions. Language is a place of power, and it begins today as you see the children seated around all of the cybernets, because we have evolved into cyber networks. Yes, the library has reopened, but it was never closed. Only the brick and the mortar became the hurdle. 
access is 24-7. Language is a place of power by print or net. Orality to cyber networks. It's called palm power. Would you hold up your palm, please? Okay. How many of you own an iPhone? Maybe 90% of us. Do you realize the power in your palm? Moving on fiber optics, the speed of light. You are the masters of two thumbs, one index finger, or a mouse. You are masters of social media, Twitter, Facebook, hashtags, YouTube, apps, and more. Forging bonds, avoiding, never saying, oh, I should have, could have, would have, if only, why not? You have in your palm, palm power. So what are we celebrating We know why we are reopening, but what are we reopening? Hopefully, I'm reopening my attitude. I'm going to be more open-minded, not open-mouthed. Open-hearted, not faint-hearted. Open to opportunities rather than restricted closed doors. Language is power. Access is power through my palm or through the print. Rainier Beach Library, you are soulfully splendiferous again. Thank you. This podcast was presented by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation and made possible by your contributions to the Seattle Public Library Foundation. Thanks for listening.